I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We are back on the Heart and Hustle podcast after a crazy, I mean, I just went better at the time we're taping this, 24 hours, after a crazy about 40 minutes into NBA free agency for the Orlando Magic. We're bringing the band back together. Yes, sir. Vooch back, Ross back, Michael Carter-Williams back. We got another hyphen, Al Farouk Aminu. What? We're going to get into all of the signings for the Magic. Is this team done? Are the Magic a playoff team? Next year, uh, I don't even know if we're going to have time to get to that as we work our way through. If you're listening for the first time, you picked a hell of a time to listen for the first time. I'm Nick Gronowitz. He's Scott Inez. You can catch us weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando, 580 AM FM 96.5 HD 2, 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Uh, but if you have not listened to any of the other episodes we have done, you can go on back and find all of those. I don't have time to do all that, okay? But you can follow Scotty and Inez Says on Twitter and me at ESPN580. And if you do, we had a hell of a time yesterday. Indeed. We did. Holy cow. Free agency has come. It is not gone, but it feels <laughs> as if it has gone. Uh, the Magic are bringing everybody back. Uh, Nick Vucevic back four years, yeah. $100 million. Yeah. Terrence Ross back four years, $54 million. Michael Carter-Williams back. I don't know how much we paid him. Yeah. Not much. Yeah. Okay. And Al Farouk Aminu. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Three years, $27 million. Who knew? Who um, knew? Where do you want to start here, Let, Let's start with Vooch, shall we? Is that where you want to start? Let's start with, with Nikola Vucevic. And, and what a day it was yesterday on Sunday. It all started about 5 o'clock with the news from Woj that uh, Kevin Durant would be signing with Brooklyn. And then soon we find out it's all about Nick Vucevic. And we had heard from Mark Stein in the New York Times a couple of days ago that the Magic uh, were we preparing an offer. It, yeah. That's right. You In did excess the podcast. of $90 million. Four years, and 90, yeah. Guess what? That is $100 million yeah. is in excess of, uh, right. of $90 million. Right. Look, I love it. I absolutely love it from both sides of the equation. For the Magic, look, this guy is coming off his best year as a pro. He turned me around this year, Nick, because as you well know, after last season, I was ready to trade Nick Vucevic, but he totally turned me around to the point where now I am a big Nick Vucevic fan. 20.8 points per game, 12 rebounds a game, 36 from three, made the all-star team. The guy was the glue. He was the glue to this Magic basketball team and the playoff push, especially in the second half of the year. Now, the thing that you're getting on Twitter a lot from some Magic fans. And it's probably, what would you say, like 70, 30 positive? Like, Twitter is all about the negativity. I I get that. The people we're going to talk about, though, I hate you people. (laughs) 
I do. You're the worst. You people are the worst. The people that are in my mentions that are like so great, four years of 45 wins and a first-round playoff exit, you people, go watch soccer. Yes, please Go watch do. soccer. Go watch baseball. Don't follow the team anymore, then that's fine. Because do you know what? Four years of 45-plus wins and a first-round playoff exit beats the hell out of what the Magic did for the last six years. Yes. It beats the hell out of basketball purgatory. It beats the hell out of basketball hell, which we worked our way out of you people are the worst we had been in basketball purgatory or oblivion yes uh for the 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 previous six years finally broke out of that last year these are the same people nick who who would be writing and texting and tweeting us if the magic had lost nick vucevic to we don't keep anybody exactly it's a sad same old magic franchise right if terrence ross signs with the like same old magic franchise. Can't even keep our own dudes, let alone get free right. agents. Yeah. Right. Now, the other thing I'm getting on Twitter you is... You people are awful. <laughs> I'm getting angry now thinking about it. The other thing I'm getting is, well, this is going to hurt Mo Bamba's development as an NBA pro. Okay. Uh, let, let me... I'm not concerned about that whatsoever, and I'll tell you why. Because this is up to Mo Bamba. I think the Orlando Magic have built a culture a culture of development uh, over the last few years. It's not a word Jeff Weltman likes. I, I know, but he he's built it, man. How? But but here here's the thing. How badly does Mo want it? If Mo wants it, then go get it, big fella. I'm a big believer in personal responsibility, and it's going to be up to Mo Bamba. He will get ample opportunity to improve himself within that culture of development that the Magic are building right now. And I know one thing. He's going to have to work a lot harder in the coming months. Summer League coming up this week. He's going to have to work a lot harder than he did last year. But the good thing is he just turned, what, 21 years of age? He did, yeah, this past weekend, I think, or something. So, look, I, I would rather have a Nick Vucevic here with Mo Bamba learning his craft over the next few years. He's another year or two away from being a year or two away. I'm sorry to say it, but it's true. He's not Jonathan Isaac. So I need to see what the terms of the deal are. Now, right, I am right. not I am not all rah-rah cheerleader on the Nick Vucevic deal. You, we probably pay a little bit too much, all right? You, you, you paid a bit you of a— You think so, Nick? So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think you paid probably just a little bit too much for a team that went 42-40, and 40, $25 million a year. That Listen— one of the two of us described basically exactly that deal on this podcast and on ESPN 580 a week ago. Yeah, you were um, right on the money. That's where that's right around where I thought it would be. And when I was saying that, I felt like you were paying a premium for the fact that Mo Bamba got injured last year and kind of looked like he sucked before he did. L- l- so. Let's see how this deal is structured to exactly. your point. But four years, 100 mil, I mean, it's yeah, not the back worst in, thing. Back in Shaq's day, you go, I mean, come on. There's no way we're going to pay anybody $100 million. Like, like it's not... You look at, relatively speaking, and some of the other centers and what they're uh, earning out there. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, I, I, I jotted this. Carl Anthony Towns, $158 million. Don't say it. Joel Embiid, 147 I would take both those guys before I took Vooch. Okay. Uh, Jokic is, is at 147 Do you take Andre Drummond ahead of Nick Vucevic? He's at 127 do you take Marcus Gasol, who didn't make the All Star team, and Nick Vucevic did last year? Marcus Gasol is at is it a buck thirteen? What's so, the Hassan Whiteside contract? Hassan That's, Whiteside is around ninety eight million, I believe. All right, total. Um, 
I would take Nick Vucevic 12 out of 10 times over Hassan Whiteside, who, by the way, just got traded today. You're probably right. It's the, right the numbers around market are astronomical. Value. The numbers are, the I, numbers I are crazy. Saying, but really, it's it's not what the cost of keeping Nick Vucevic is. It's the cost of not having him. And the cost of not having him is taking a massive That's step exactly backwards right. That's exactly next season. Something that I think Magic fans were not really prepared for. And also, it seems through all the moves that Jeff Weltman, John Hammond, and the organization have made, they are not prepared for a step back. They want to make the playoffs again, yeah. and I'm sure Alex Martins feels that way for good cause. You want sure. to make the playoffs. It's nice. By the way, it's nice to have nice things, okay? I think Jeff Weltman wants to make it. John Hammond wants to make it. Steve Clifford sure as heck wants to make it. So you paid the rate of having a chance to make the playoffs next yeah. year. That's yeah, the big I thing. I agree. I agree. And, and here's the other thing that you get from the skeptics out there, and that is, okay, this was just a, a contract bump year for Nick Vucevic. And, and might be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know how to answer again, that, dude. I don't know how you could know either, dude. On Twitter with an egg, <laughs> with an egg avatar. <laughs> I think I'm one of those guys, actually. No, you don't. Uh, you don't. No, I don't, you, I don't you have, have the egg. Photo. You don't have okay, the egg. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bleep that guy. But but it, it, man, I'm salty. I, I would be. I would be lying if I didn't say I wasn't concerned about that. Yeah, I am. I am because that that's always a possibility. I have seen it with so many guys to come in and out of this league and through this organization, the old contract bump. And I can I can go way way back to Terry Terry Catledge back in the day, the Catman with the huge contract bump year, and then all of a sudden he totally disappeared. I don't think I I just don't think that's Nick Vucevic though. I I don't think that the free agent bump is a real deal with Nick Vucevic. You look, you and I have watched. Vooch for a long, long time now. We all knew he's here's, a talented basketball player. Well, here's the thing. I think the bump is on the defensive side. That's that's where I look at it. I don't think offensively. Right. Offensively, we have seen these numbers for Nick Vucevic creep up. You spoke to Jeff Weltman on this podcast and on ESPN 580, and he said, we felt last year that the offense had that step to take, that there was more room for him, and he's grown that outside shooting game. I don't think the three-point – that's a skill. Yeah, the three-point shooting is a skill. It's yeah. not like he he had a crazy hot streak last year. Right, he was the most consistent guy on the Magic roster. Right? right, so yeah. I think offensively, I look at there's no contract bump there. It was the offensive style with 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 Steve Clifford. They worked the offense through him with right. his passing game. Josh Robbins wrote a great article about that this season. I remember reading. Uh, he got more comfortable both in the post, yeah. little little skill touches around the lane, mm-hmm. and stepping out and shooting. My concern, if we're going to talk about a bump, mm. is the effort on the defensive end. Sure. Did you know that he was top 10 in the NBA in defensive efficiency? I did not know that. He was top 10 in the NBA in defensive efficiency. If I would have told you last year Nick Vucevic was going to be in the top top 10 in the NBA in defensive efficiency, you would have you've had me thrown into a hospital. I would have laughed you off yes. the air. So, that's where my concern is. The effort that you okay. got from okay. Nick Vucevic Valid defensively Valid because concern. he knew that was a knock in a contract year, is that where you see a little bit of erosion. I, I may be, but you got a head coach here in Steve Clifford uh, who is uh, as good as it gets in terms of the coaches that we've seen with the Orlando Magic over the last seven years. In terms of defense, in terms of uh, his assistant coaches, in terms of finally putting the right system around Nick Vucevic, both offensively and defensively, in terms of of the strategy in terms of the coaching that he's getting from this coaching staff in terms of accountability from the top too. Let, let's not forget about Jeff Weltman and John Hammond. There's accountability from the top of this organization on down finally. So 
I think you look at the system here, Nick, and you may be right. His defense may come down a notch or two. Yeah. But, heck, even if he's top 20 at this particular point, I'll take it. I just don't see that contract year bump being a real thing with Nick Vucevic. So, we all knew he was talented going into this season. Normally when a guy is a contract year bump, gets in great shape. Nick Vucevic has always been in the same yeah, shape that yeah, he's in, right, right? Right, right. Plays with a ton of energy. There was no jump in energy and efficiency no, with, is, Nick, who, with Nick. Who yes. he has been. He right was who he was. Energy, it's not yeah. like you saw him out there busting his behind for 35 no, minutes when no. normally he didn't or something no. like that. Or always a good, always a good team guy too. Yes. Or it's a bad stats, good team situation. Right. Um. Good. Good stats, bad team. Excuse me. Bad stats, good team is well, like we Jordan saw that Bell. the previous six years. Right. Exactly. Where. The team is not winning a ton of ball games. There's not a lot of success, but it's his. It's a it's a high usage rate. Mm-hmm. That none of that is true with Nick Vucevic. Yeah. So I I don't I don't see it as a contract bump year. I've been looking for it all year. Same dopes that you're talking about are in my mentions too at ESPN <laughs> five eighty. Nick, you're always welcome. I'm just gonna laugh at you. Um, I don't see a contract bump. Here, um, yeah. Here's the other thing we get about Vooch real quick on Twitter. And I know we're gonna move on to the other guys, and that is, well, he failed come playoff time, and and yes. Yes, he did fail come playoff time. There's no question about that. But are you going to take those those four out of 84 and say, well, we, we shouldn't resign him because he didn't have a good playoff? Are you going to do that? Or are you going to actually look at the, mm. t- t- the totality of the season that he had last year? Look, I— So it's something, but it's not everything. I, it's— it, it, it's certainly not everything. It's something to me. It's, it's okay. a little to me. It's a little something, something. Okay, first playoff series, yeah. we can write it off a little bit. By the way, that was against the champion, and Marcus Saul did a very good job against a lot of big guys. Played That's why physically. they brought him in. He yep. did. So now I think it's about putting the tape on and saying, Nick, we yeah. rewarded you. You're making twenty five million dollars a year. Fix this. Yeah. How do we fix this? Right. And it's more. It's a. It's not just on him. It's on the organization because guess what? Through five games, Steve Clifford couldn't figure out how to fix it either. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm right there with you on yeah, that. Yeah, Toronto was very, very physical with him. So, look, I, I think it was a learning experience uh, there in the playoffs for Nick Vucevic going up against the Toronto Raptors, going up against the team that eventually won the NBA championship. But I think in the end, it's going to make Nick Vucevic a much better basketball player going forward and on into his next playoff. Because going into that first playoff, you don't know what to expect. You're hearing from a lot of guys around you about, you know, playoff basketball and how the intensity goes up tenfold. But until you experience it like Nick Vucevic did last year, you do not know what to expect. So Vooch is back. Yep. All right, we'll start with him. Uh, we started with him. Vooch is back. All right, uh, you want to go to Terrence Ross or Al Farouk Aminu? Yeah, let's do Terrence Ross. Okay. Um, how many times did we say we'd love to see Terrence Ross and Nick Vucevic back? Well, we get him back. I did not expect that deal to get done as quickly as it did. I didn't now, either. He, he, by the way, he gave us all the signals he was coming back. Every Instagram photo mm-hmm. was wearing Magic gear. The day of free agency had the Magic flat bill cap on. Mm-hmm. It was a really nice look. He was on his way to the lake with his wife, who, by the way, I guess is a water skier or a wakeboarder. Not uh, not bad. Really? Not okay. bad. Yeah, I all saw right. a little bit of video. Okay. And then was on Facebook Live or Instagram Live or something right after it was announced and was – you, you you found a guy here that's happy to be here in Orlando. Yeah. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. Uh, you got him at, I think, a, for as much as I'm nervous, about 25 a year for Vooch. Yeah. 13 and a half for Ross, I thought, was on the low end of what he could have gotten. I would agree with that, especially after he made, what, about 10 last year with the Magic? 10-5. 10-5. Um, look, I... 
I, I'm looking at Terrence Ross, four years, 54 mil. I think that's a steal. Now, oh, a steal. I, I do. And, and, and because, look, I mean, we, thick, I'm hungry. We, we talked before the 6 o'clock deadline on Sunday. We talked about, okay, I'm not necessarily worried about Vooch, but I, I am concerned about Terrence Ross out there. And it's going to be interesting to see who the suitors, suitors rather, really were out there. Well, now, I, I one of them you can, had to have been the L.A. Lakers. I think and you I think, can thank Kawhi Leonard yes, for taking his yes, sweet no dang doubt. time no because doubt. the Lakers are waiting. The Lakers were thinking about guys like J.J. Redick, Danny Green, Seth Still Curry. Still thinking about Danny Green probably. Terrence Ross, yeah. But, yes. but now, three of those Seth four Curry, guys yeah. I mentioned, yeah. they're all off the board, yep. and Terrence Ross gets a deal here in Orlando. Yep, yep. I, I do think that if the timetable for Kawhi Leonard had been moved up in terms of that free agency signing period by the L.A. Lakers, uh, then I think the torch might have seen um, a, a Laker deal out there. Uh, but I, I think the delay in the meeting with Kawhi, operating on Kawhi time, I think that helped the Magic get this T-Ross deal done. Um, and, and look, as far as T-Ross goes, you have to do what's best for you, right? I mean, you, and, and you don't know what's going to happen on down the line because if the Lakers sign Kawhi Leonard, you're, you're out. So he had to make a decision. I thought it was a good decision on the part of T. Ross. I thought it was a sound decision by the Orlando Magic getting him, and I don't want to say for a relative pittance, but I mean, you know, you, you look at the guy's numbers, even if even if it was off the bench last year, 15 points, shot it from three great last year. Um, the, and there's a market for shooting in this league, as we all know. So, so I, don't, I don't want to be the guy that just keeps saying, all right, I need to see what the contract looks like. Yeah. But with Terrence Ross, that – Depending on that fourth year or whatever, with both those guys, I'm concerned about the four years. Yeah, yeah. I'm not concerned about the money as much. It's the years. I'm wondering where the option is, if there's a player option or a team option. But Terrence Ross has a skill that is always going to be tradable right. in this league. Right. And there is always going to be a team that thinks, hey, we're right there knocking on the door. If you get into trouble yeah. and you need to move someone, Terrence, that's, an easy, that's a movable sure. deal. No question about it. I, I am more concerned about the Nikola Vucevic deal. Yeah, me too. And, and and you'd have to think, Nick, knowing what Jeff Weltman did with that Aaron Gordon signing last year, four years, 76 mil, with, with the salary each year decreasing. Right, it starts high and goes low. Right, I, and I've got to think it's the same deal for Nikola they Vucevic. They can't do that. They cannot do that. They really can't do that. I've been looking at the numbers trying to figure this out, and here's the thing. The luxury tax number is $132 million, and I was going through the numbers on Saturday when I did our Vucevic reaction pod. You did a deep dive into you the numbers, playing didn't you? Golf. Yeah, was, you yeah, were playing, playing golf. Yeah, you were playing golf, and I was doing work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at, like, Vuce at 22-and-a-half and then Terrence Ross at, like, 15, mm-hmm. um, you were, like, 2 or $3 million shy of that luxury tax. Okay. Now you use the MLE on – on Al Farouk Aminu, we'll right. get to him. But you brought back Michael Carter-Williams. So at 25 and 13-5, I think those are going to end up – you're not over, but I think that for those guys, you're going to be right there. Okay. You can't balloon any of these right. payments. You, can't. you yeah. can't have Vooch at 30 in year one yeah. unless Ross takes four next gotcha. year, and that's not happening. So um, I think that they're going to be pretty standard 25-25, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe in those – in the maybe the second year – Yeah. You jump to like thirty and right. then back down. Right, you can right. kind of rob Peter to pay Paul that way. Yeah, because they're out of free agency next year. This right. team's not doing anything in free agency. Uh, but this can't be a luxury tax team at forty-two and forty. I was talking to our buddy Chris Crawford about that on Saturday, and he was like, "Why not? Because it's really unfair to ask any ownership group to go on a luxury tax for a, for a seven seed." Yeah, but so no doubt. Um, 
So I, I don't think that you can get that creative. Okay. That's my point. That, that, that'll I haven't be seen interesting. the numbers yet, yep. though. That'll be interesting to see both of those deals, Terrence Ross and Nikola Vucevic, what those fourth years look like. And in terms – I'm not worried about Terrence Ross's deal. Uh, I, I am a little concerned about Vuce's deal and what it looks like per year. But you're right. Maybe it goes from 25 to a 30 the following year, and then in the final two years, it, it jumps down to whatever yeah. that number, 22 or 23, something. And like I'm that. not a capologist, so I don't know the rules about 8% increases and what you can and can't do because I do think that there's some there's some some way that you have to do that. I'm not Eric Pincus and Josh Robbins and stuff, so I don't know. But Well, I mean, look what you did with Aaron Gordon last year, too. Right. Yes, yeah, but that that's an 8% decrease. I believe you can either go 4% or 8% increases. Okay, so you can't go up and then back down yeah. and then up again or I don't think it can be like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, but gotcha. I'm not I'm not 1000% sure on gotcha. that. Gotcha. So, right. uh all right, Terrence Ross, do you have any other thoughts on it? Uh no, let, let's go to Aminu, shall right. we? You and I are like uh, we're under a time crunch yeah, here are. trying to get through this, but I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, let's go to the surprise of the day. Yeah. Um, unless you have, you do we want to talk about my, my car Williams at all? I, let, let, let's 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 go with uh, Al Farouk. Okay. Amino we'll do this first, in the order. If we have time. We'll go right. With so MCW. we'll get to the the, the first hyphen. Al Farouk. Yeah. Aminu. Um, three years, twenty seven million dollars. I have to say, when I saw that signing, I had not heard his name. I had not heard even a whisper about it. I was pretty shocked. Um. Another power forward, six eight, seven three wingspan, positional yeah. size, mm-hmm. uh, comes into this group. I don't get it. I'm a little confused. Um, other than glue guy. Well, there you go. I, I think you hit it right on the head. By the way, three years, twenty nine mil. I think was the exact number. I think you said twenty seven. But wait, what? Was what's the difference? I think it was twenty nine. If I'm not mistaken, oh, I'm check sorry, me on yeah. that. No, but, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy, Al Farouk Aminu. He starts in Portland, like two fifty five of two hundred and ninety three games. Considered one of their best defensive players, yeah, as you, as you say, yeah, as you said, it's a he's a glue guy. Was I surprised knowing that you have Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac and you have Chuma Okiki when he's ready to go as your forwards? Yes, I was surprised, but I think there are two underlying things here that that you want to mention that we're learning about Jeff Weltman and John Hammond and and the guys that they bring in here to Orlando. Number one, the fact that. Al Farouk Aminu is, is, was known in Portland as the chief. Yeah. Right? He was known as the chief. There's a reason for that. He is that glue guy. He's a character guy. He's a guy who fits in no matter, you know, what, feels how like much Channing playing Fry. time. Ooh. Feels like a Channing Fry. Oh my feel. goodness gracious! I, I would take this guy ten times over ten. Well, no, over but like Channing Fry. Channing Fry, can I? All right, it Richard, didn't work here in Orlando right, for Channing Fry. Well, but like, you're was right. It was a, a, a bad stage. Guy, right, it was it a bad right, stage for right. Orlando? You brought Channing Fry, and they were like, "Clean this up." And he's right. like, "I sure." Do you have a Can't stick of dynamite? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but Al Farouk Amino is that guy, high character guy. He's going to come in with his lunch pail, with his hard hat. He's a guy who is going to fit in and play extremely hard and be an example to 
a guy like a Mo Bamba, 21 years of age, and a Jonathan Isaac at 21 years of age, and a Chuma Okiki, who's is 20, if if he's, is he 20 or 21, something, whatever the case may be, he is he kind of fits the mold of that Jeff Weltman, John Hammond building character on that roster thing. So that's the first thing. And, and secondly, something that we looked up, Nick, that I don't think anybody else is talking about. Is this Raymond Brothers? Yeah, it is. Okay, so there's an agent thing going on here, and you and I were doing our, our meeting today, and you asked me, because you always think of this before I do, um, who's his agent? And we start going through, and it's like, oh, Raymond Brothers. Who are some of his other clients? Uh, let's see. Oh, DJ Augustine? Right. Markel Fultz? Markel Fultz. Another notable guy is Spencer Dinwiddie. Right. Uh, who right. plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Um you have. We, we were hoping to get that one free there wasn't agent, one, though. and there wasn't that one free agent that the Magic may be interested in in the future to where this is a, a quid pro quo type of deal. There really isn't that type of free agent on that list. Obviously, Jeff Weltman and Raymond Brothers are very comfortable with one another. There is a relationship established with these guys. DJ Augustine has done very good things here in Orlando. Uh, we'll see what happens with Markel Fultz, but... Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, that that was that was interesting. That you have fifteen players on a roster, and uh, what one fifth of them now are yeah. represented by I, the same dude. I, I, right. I, I would have preferred if the Magic went out and got a shooter. So now, I, now you say who is is it a Seth Curry? That's the guy that I thought of. Um, who signed today? A doesn't have the positional size though, Nick, as we all know, right? <laughs> I know, but at some but point in time, you got to have a skill. I, I agree. I um, agree, man. Even I, agree. I like, and I am the positional size guy. We interviewed Jeff Weltman last week. I met him for the first time. What did I say? Positional size. Yeah. Big fan, which yeah. got a laugh from him. But uh, I would rather Seth Curry at four years, thirty-two million, than Al Farouk Aminu. At three years, twenty-nine million, just because you need that shooting, and he proved in Portland. I wanted a trailblazer. Yeah, just wrong trailblazer. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Look, I think the Magic are probably hoping that that this guy Al Farukamino, who who was a, a veteran, been in the league for a lot of years. I think that they're hoping that his character, his work ethic, kind of rubs off on guys like Mo Bamba and other young guys. So, look, I understand why Jeff Weltman and John Hammond made this deal for the MLE for Al Farouk Aminu. Um, I would have gone with a shooter, uh, but I certainly understand where they're coming from with this pick. Dude, we got to roll. We do. We got to go quick. Uh, anything on yeah. Michael Carter-Williams? I love the fact that he's back. The only thing I'll say is this was always the case. He was never not going to come back to Orlando. This is one of the reasons why they traded slash sold their second round pick because they don't have, uh, they didn't have the the amount of roster spots necessary. Uh, they really liked him. They, they did. They liked him a lot. The unfortunate casualty of Kem all Birch. of this is Kem Birch. Yeah, you I have one Kem roster Birch. spot left, but Kem Birch is not going to be that I, guy. I just don't see how they can do it. You're like half a million dollars under the luxury tax. Right. So I think Kem, I think Kem's going to get a good deal somewhere. I, I, I is, would give him a good deal. He's a heck of a player. He's and and you talk about character again. I it's mean, the next Dwayne. De- it's the next Dwayne Dedman. I don't know if he'll have the outside shot that Deadman no, has No, 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 but what I mean is, is like that backup center oh, right, that, right. that fans are like, oh, yeah, he's good, and then he's going to go right, somewhere else right. and play well, and I'm going to hear from somebody that's like, why do we let that right, guy walk? Right, right. Um, you, you can't. I mean, you're up against the luxury tax as is, but here's another guy who Jeff Weltman and John Hammond took kind of took a flyer on, right? I mean, nobody had heard of Kem Birch he's playing three or four overseas years in Greece. ago, playing overseas, and had all of a more sudden he- guaranteed money in Greece than he signed to here in Orlando. Started in Lakeland two years ago and worked his way up, and uh, was a 
he was he was actually the best center in that playoff series for Orlando because Nick guy. Vucevic played so poorly. Good guy, heck of a player, character guy. Uh, he's going to make some money somewhere. I just don't think it's going to be here in Orlando. Yeah, I totally agree. That's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back later this week. Um, little Fourth of July holiday listening. We'll make sure we we bang out for you guys with a little more reaction as we get more information. But uh, we got other stuff to do. So. The Magic bringing the band back together. Uh, they will jam this season with Nick Vucevic, Terrence Ross, Al Farouk Aminu, Michael Carter-Williams, uh, and we will have more on that coming up a little bit later in the week. He's Scott Inez. I'm Nick Grunowitz. You can hear us weekdays, 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock on ESPN 580 Orlando. You can follow Scotty at Inez Says on Twitter and me at ESPN 580 Nick. If you were listening for the first time, Thanks for joining the family. Uh, you can go back wherever you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, I don't, all those places, whatever, uh, and just search for the Orlando Pinstripe Post or the Heart and Hustle Podcast. One of those two. We're part of the network there with SB Nation. And you can find all the episodes, subscribe, rate, review, the whole thing. Uh, and if you want to tweet, talk basketball, you can always do that at Anand Says and at ESPN 580. Nick, until next time, go Magic. Go Magic.